0: Hello and welcome to the Replenish Me radio show where we help women, but especially moms, get from chaos to calm with strategies that really work for successful women like our guest today, Skye Marcano. Skye Marcano was a clothing brand designer and brand owner for over 15 years. <clears throat> she grew a million dollar clothing business before the age of 30. Skye's perspective and passion Shifted a couple of years ago and she's now an intuitive brand artist and motivational mentor that loves to create, connect, and teach others. Sky helps transformative online personal brands have beautiful visuals for social media that are unique to them. Sky also works one-on-one with people wanting motivation and tech help with building online personal brands. You can connect with her at www.skymercano.com. Welcome to the show, Sky. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. And I'm just going to make a plug for Sky here. She um, (laughs) was my intuitive or is my intuitive brand artist. So you can thank her for all the the beautiful branding <laughs> that I have. Oh,
1: awesome. Yeah, that was a great. I love doing your artwork. It was awesome.
0: I really enjoyed that. So tell me, how did your perspective shift from, I mean, that's kind of huge, from going from fashion designing to this? What, what happened?
1: Well, um, when I was a little girl, I remember being about eight years old and telling my mom, That I wanted to be a clothing designer and I was really into drawing girls with clothes and making clothes out of clay and very creative child and um, it stuck with me for a long time and so through I had a couple of uh, hard times in my life like what I became a single mom when I was 17. And uh, that really put things into perspective for me. So I went to my creative side. And uh, again, I was 17 and still really, really interested and inspired to create clothing designs. Um, And so that's what I did a lot of the time in my free time when I felt, you know, a little bit lonely or whatever that was such a great tool for me to um, dream and think about my future and what I wanted to do so um, it never went away and then when I got married and had my second child my son I, I was still dreaming about being a clothing designer and we didn't have a lot of money so I I don't know what I was thinking, but the internet was kind of just starting out. And I remember Googling or maybe it was Amazon and looking up a fashion design and marketing book and it was like 80 bucks or something like that. (laughs) I mean, that's expensive now for a book. Um, And I read it and I realized right away that I didn't have to know how to sew. I had zero interest in in wanting to sew clothing (laughs) and I was so excited that if I wanted to mass produce my clothing brand that I could just outsource it to factories and manufacturing companies and um, get a pattern maker and all that stuff. So I was so excited. So we ended up putting like a huge order of fabric and outsourcing some stuff on like credit cards and opening up a shop within about 12 months of doing that.
0: Wow! Um,
1: Our own little shop. uh, We were from kind of a smaller town um, at the time and we had a little shop open and we kind of did a lot of test marketing and we were doing a cross between beach clothing, um, surf clothing, and yoga clothing. Hmm. And so we, I mixed that together with some of my, graphics, actually. So I I just started learning how to draw on the computer and putting them onto my t-shirts and our hoodies and things like that. Um, So I've always been really kind of interested in creating digital art Mm -hmm. uh, and drawing and things like that. So um, it's kind of come naturally to me. My dad was a big influence in that area and taught me how to do that. So um, that's how it all started. And
0: I think I'm going on here. Is that, did I, I just kind of answered the question so much more. So now, you know, what. you make me think of something. So I posted something this morning on Facebook talking about maintaining your focus, no matter what, that is a perfect example of that. Oh, okay. You you know, you exactly took your passion and what you wanted to do as a little girl and Mm -hmm. you as your self-care through your hard time and then when you were at a place where you could actually manifest it it was still there Um, that's right yeah yeah
1: it was definitely a tool I recommend anybody who's feeling stressed out or concerned about their role as a mother or whatever because it's a big deal I mean a lot of people don't talk about it but motherhood is like the biggest job in the world. And it can surprise and shock people in different ways. And some people are really, you know, awesome and can just get up and do it and have tons of children. (laughs) Or, or, and some people, you know, there's a roadblock, you know. And so I really recommend anyone out there listening, if they're struggling at all or feeling lost, go to that creative place or that place of kind of, it sounds funny, but like fantasy a little bit. Yeah you know, like really put yourself in that vibration and that position where you really feel something because it can really connect you to your soul and yourself. And
0: yeah. And keep you present and a better mom. And that's a lot of things Uh that a lot of us don't realize. We, We feel like we have to throw ourselves completely into our kids. You know, I was talking to a mom this morning and she was like, you know, I used to play soccer in college and, but I got a lot of injuries. But when my first son started playing, I used to play with him, but then, you know, I'm a mom, so I had to stop. And I was like, oh, no, if that's your thing, you need to keep doing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it it really,
1: honestly, I have zero regrets. Uh, We worked a ton, my husband and I, at the time of building the company, Um, but you know, the gifts that my children received from that, meaning like leadership, role model, um, stepping into your power and your gifts and showing your children that you can and you can be excited about it. And even though there's tough times and some failures and some successes, um, that overall energy that you're giving to your children will last a a lifetime for them. And it's very motivating for them to watch that through it all.
0: Yeah, definitely. I would agree. Mm. Speaking of parents, so you mentioned that your dad um, kind of encouraged you or had um, somehow inspired you with the graphic design?
1: Well, I used to draw a lot, as I was saying, like I was really into art on paper. And he got really, really involved. He's an artist as well. He's he's done huge murals on, you know, and he's an amazing artist. Um, He's done installations and things like that. Um, But he started to shift, I guess, when I was very young, 10, I guess, 10 years old, 12 years old, he started to shift and see the whole technology thing happening. So he was already working on a website when the internet first came out, he was already hooking people up to the internet and doing graphic design. So he was always like, oh man if you could just put that on a computer you could have it as a digital file and so he was all, and I was like kind of annoyed with it at the time mm-hmm. you know like what I'm just drawing with my pencil crayons like leave me alone you know but it just like his influence that way and then finally when I was like oh I really want to put um it was actually my husband's logo it was a manatee surf a manatee on a surfboard mm-hmm. and I remember it so clearly I wanted it to go on a t-shirt for my husband's you know or our surf kind of brand mm-hmm. and my dad was like well just go into this program and figure out how to draw it and like he just kind of like forced <laughs> me to do it and then all of a sudden i could make stickers i could make anything with this one drawing mm-hmm. and i had so much creative freedom after that at that point i could make anything into a t-shirt graphic and so yeah that was a huge shift for me and that's how my dad influenced me he was very um, he was very very supportive of my art but also the tech was huge. And so that's, I mean, that's, I would never have been interested. (laughs) I promise you guys that I'm so artsy. It's funny. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's nice. So tell me a little bit, how did you discover that you had this intuitive gift? Well,
1: I... You know, I've gone through a couple of rough times since I started my million dollar clothing company. Um, I was in a partnership for six years when we did the company together. We built the company together with a partner. And so, you know, that kind of fell apart in 2008. And so I've gone through a bit of sort of transformation and a bit of heartache and (laughs) just stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So I've gone through a few major life changes. Um, Oh, and now I can't even remember what you asked me, so... How did
0: it happen to your intuitive gift? How did you find oh, it? Oh,
1: yes. So what happened was, is I started my second clothing company and I just went for it. Uh, after the first clothing company, that relationship and partnership ended. And I was really scared to start the second clothing company independently because I was used to having like staff members and uh, warehouse manufacturing facilities, like living, you know, in Vancouver, BC. And so when I started this on the second one on my own, I was freaked out and like, But I knew, I knew that the online world was shifting in 2008 and I knew that Facebook was huge and was going to be huge for marketing. So I went right to Facebook and started building my email list and just really um, created a fan base there and built a a successful online direct selling um, business. And I did that for seven years, I believe. Um, But when I shifted and realized that I kind of, you know, I've designed over 300 designs or something like that. Mm. So I really did it for 15 years and I felt that I needed, my children were getting older and I really needed a new challenge. And I really felt that I had learned all that stuff for great things going forward, but I wanted to do more mentoring, leadership and creating art for other personal brands. And so what I did was I started reflecting on the history And I realized, oh my goodness, from very, very young, like age 17, when I had my daughter, I have been working really like 95% of the time and all my decisions, all my decisions to build companies, start brands was from my intuitive instincts. Hmm. It really wasn't from the most, I mean, I have a logical side for sure and a strategic side for sure, but any of those big breakthrough decisions I've made and that were very successful were from a place of intuition. I see. So that's why I know I'm an intuitive brand artist and of course, and the motivational mentors, because I love motivating people to go after their dreams, build their personal brands, do what they love. But when I'm speaking one-on-one or I'm creating brand art, it's coming from a very intuitive place.
0: Okay. Yeah. So how are you able to do that for somebody else? Like when we spoke, um, kind of, kind of walk us through what it's like um, just in general, when you, when you have a intuitive brand session with somebody.
1: Yeah. Well, full disclosure, I'm still learning how to pick up on it with other people. Um, But, Every time that I'm speaking with someone or connecting on Zoom, I feel like I'm connecting with them on a whole other level intuitively. And I've done a lot of sessions. I've probably done like 20, you know, conversations and I've had, I've tested it and I've had people say, oh my goodness, like you totally knew what I was saying without even really um, seeing it visually. So I think more I'm like intuitively visual. So it's more a visual thing for me. And that's where it's always been like the creative stuff. Right. So I can speak with somebody in a session and we can have a full conversation talking. No brand. And after the conversation, I feel like it just flows naturally for me. I can't really explain how it happens. But I just feel like after I speak to the person one on one, (laughs) I can I can just go to the drawing board. I usually do it quite quickly after the conversation because I like it to be fresh. So after I meet the person, get to know them, then I go into my creative side. And yeah, I can't really explain what happens there, but it's it's something I probably couldn't verbally explain but it's yeah it
0: happens (laughs) I'd have to agree I I I was hoping that you could put it into words because I couldn't it was very moving though you know oh good to to kind of you know to talk to someone finally I feel like (laughs) and and, um have it just all come together for exactly what I need and what I what, what I was looking for
1: well yeah now that you're saying that i think it's an energetic connection so i don't work with people if i don't feel a connection um i can't work with them so i can't take the job really right same with one-on-one i'm not going to be doing motivational mentoring with anyone if we don't have that some kind of energetic connection i don't know what you would call it but it would be some kind of connection um and then i can create so i've talked to people before that are potential clients and i can almost tell within five minutes if it's if we're Uh going to work. Yeah, I can tell right away.
0: So So, you've actually turned down work,
1: I guess. Pretty much. Like, it's kind of like, it's almost mutual though. It's like, Um, we can both tell, like, you know what I mean? Like you can just tell right away or the minute you meet someone that is a yes, it's like immediate. Yes. This person, I can work with this person. I'll be able to connect with them. So I think it's like a transfer of energy of some sort.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Definitely. Yeah. So for someone who is trying to um, really find their way, you know, what are some strategies that you would give them, you know, someone that you'd be mentoring?
1: Okay, so someone I actually just recently met somebody that I'll be mentoring soon. And I think she has one or two children at home. So do you mean that like just starting out and kind of testing the waters as mm-hmm. far as like mother, feeling like yeah
0: they, yeah that's what they want to do
1: yeah so I've talked to a lot of mothers and, and including myself that for some reason after giving birth and having a baby they're like really really inspired And I, I think this might be common. I'm not sure, but I've recently spoken with quite a few women that say, I've had my baby and all of a sudden I want to do like this great thing. And so, and you may not have that and that's totally okay too. So don't worry about it. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. If you're not having like inspirational, amazing thoughts, (laughs) don't worry about it because it, it passes too. Like it's like up and down, things like that kind of come in and then they come out and they speak to you that way so it's kind of like little whispers and you'll get those whispers (laughs) and Mm -hmm. your gut instinct and whatever it'll be speaking to you and it'll keep coming back like don't worry so much because like what I'm doing now has been back and forth for me for the last two years like I to be honest up until the last like about four months ago I was kind of confused because I had stopped doing clothing house but I knew that I wanted to help other personal brands. Like I knew that I wanted to connect with other women and like I knew a bunch of stuff. It's just, right. it was a little overwhelming, right? So give yourself patience, give yourself time, journal, write, create when you feel like creating, don't create if you don't feel like creating it, you know, find that time for yourself. I say also, be be strict with yourself like or not with yourself but like give yourself that time gift yourself that time mm-hmm. ask your husband ask your family support system ask somebody if you are overwhelmed with with parenting even at two hours of creative time or meditation or whatever it is that you do that helps you relax and let those ideas flow in do that find some time even if it's once a week or once every two weeks so important and again let go of the pressure and let go of the expectation to be perfect, because really this is a journey and something, you know, it's a journey. It's like you're yeah. learning as you go and you're evolving and expanding as you go.
0: And that's a really excellent point. We are evolving and expanding as we go. And, you know, <clears throat> I, I was actually talking to my teenager the other day, my 17 year old, and she was like, mom, I thought, you know, you just grow up and you know, everything, <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
1: well
0: you grow up and the stuff that you know, then you get a chance to apply it and then you know you have life experiences, you know, marriage, kids or whatever order they come in, hopefully, you know, the way you want it to fall in your life. And that is um, you know, that's how you expand and evolve. I told her, I said, you know, make a pact with yourself to at least listen to yourself. And try and learn something new every day because it's it's not um, it's not finite. So
1: no, actually, you brought up a good point there. Learning can actually increase um, that sort of side of yourself that maybe you want to get in touch with more so i'm the same way i really believe in learning something new every day reading a book watching a podcast or watching a podcast, <laughs> listening to a podcast <laughs> watching videos like just really keeping that muscle go- going because that you know even if you're feeling down or going through a time of just ah i don't want to do anything um popping on a video can totally shift shift things for you Um, you can Google or go to YouTube and even look up inspirational, motivational stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like if you don't feel awesome that day, you just go and switch your mood. Like, yeah, just be conscious of switching it.
0: Absolutely. And I also like the point you made about whispers, because I feel like, you know, over the past, I guess, 15 years for me too, I have wanted to help other women with my, you know, my journey and my ideas about nutrition and everything. But it was more like a whisper. It was like, "You know, you know, I'm gonna try this," or she looks like she needs some help, you know, But it never it didn't really come to me until I had my sixth child, right? <laughs> of course now I'm supposed to be overwhelmed and buried down in kids' activities, but like, I had this last baby, and it was like, oh, I'm going to help women." <laughs> you know, yeah. And then it yeah, me, so but um little by little, you know, allowing that whisper to emerge in small ways you know in small spaces
1: yeah and I really honestly I believe we're supposed to go through certain things like 15 years ago when I had people coming into our or maybe that would be about 10 years ago I'd have people come into our warehouse and our office and just be like I can't believe you did this like I can't believe you did this I had that all the time and wow what an amazing story and "La, la 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 but it's like I wasn't meant to mentor women or personal brands back then It's just that if I look back and reflect, it's like, oh, yeah, I had all these people like wondering how I stayed motivated to reach my goals and and build a company or whatever. Right. So. You know, it's, it's sometimes we have to go through things in order to be able to look back and say, oh, that was it. That's why I think we have to be okay with being in the present and, and being okay with it because it's it's a process and you you may not find out. I actually have no idea. Like, I may not find out why you and I met and are, we're doing this podcast, but maybe a year from now, I'll be like, oh, I get it now, right? Yeah. But late, it's later. Sometimes it's later.
0: Yeah, you're right about that. It, it's, um, it's the things that we, we learn today and lessons that we can apply later or knowledge that we understand later. So, that's yes, really... absolutely. So, so tell me, what is it that you like most now that you've moved into the second part of your life?
1: <laughs> okay, so big thing here, and this is why I think I was drawn to you with the stress-free sisterhood that you have. That's huge for me. That was like a big, big, big deal for me when I stopped with the clothing design. You know, I grew this big company when my children were little. But the thing is, like, to be honest with you all, (laughs) there -hmm. were some majorly stressful times, like although it was extremely successful. Did I say stressful? Yeah, successful. (laughs) (laughs) It was successful very but there are there are always times of stress or or maybe being overwhelmed with too much work so the biggest lesson and what I love the most about what I do now is it's way more and I can't stand that I'm using this word because everyone's using it right now but it's way more aligned with my my soul and my being and my who I am because um I don't wake up feeling stressed in the morning, honestly, I wake up excited, happy, I'm relaxed, I take time to go walk to the beach, and I make and prepare healthy food for myself. You know, I'm not drinking alcohol or doing anything crazy to like numb the pain or right. So, that's what I love about it because I love everything that I'm doing. And I love connecting with other people on, you know, about their personal brands and their journey and their dreams. So yeah, I mean, it's just a
0: huge transformation, but I mean, it was 15, 20 years in the making. (laughs) Yeah. It takes time sometimes. So that's great. So you've actually found a way to, um, to, to truly tap into doing something that you love.
1: Yeah. Like for instance, um, when I was doing clothing, if I got a big order, like a large order I would be oh my goodness this is crazy like I'm a little bit stressed out and I would be organizing all the spreadsheets and all the cutting orders and phoning the factories and you know like there was a lot it was very complex so like the uh, last night I um, sold a few spots to a workshop I'm doing online so it's all online basically I can do it anywhere because of the internet (laughs) so I've got this workshop set up for two nights I think it's next week with a bunch of other amazing successful women and, and, we're, we'll be talking about per- personal branding and, and, business and how to build, you know, your client list and your audience. And I literally feel like hundred, I'm okay with it. It's not like when I used to get these huge orders, right? It's different. It's, right. I have, Oh, wow. I get to like hang out and <laughs> do a workshop with like six to 10 women on zoom it's like okay I'm gonna have a party like this is so exciting so like it's just like it's basically like night and day so if you're someone in the middle of maybe feeling stressful stressed about your life or something's not quite right or you're feeling a little bit off it'll it does take time to figure out exactly what works for you especially when it comes to like a career or a business or a or a passion you know something you're really passionate about it can take time to uh feel really good about every aspect of it. I mean, it's, just, it's really, you're very fortunate if you can be at the point where I'm at, but I, you know, I, I worked for it. It was like, mm-hmm. I went through some pain, no pain, no gain kind of
0: thing. Right. <laughs> no pain, yeah. no So yeah. let's talk a little bit about the journaling that you do. Um, everybody and their mother who's a mentor or coach tells us to journal. So I'm just curious, since you're a creative, do you journal in pictures? Or how do you do that?
1: Uh, Well, even again, as a very young child, I think when I was about 13 or 14, I just started journaling naturally, that was my natural need and want. So even when I, you know, my boyfriend broke up with me, you know, I'd write five poems about how I felt, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I love you, whatever, you know, or just, you know, creative stuff. So really, yeah, it was, it was all writing. And I, you know, I just loved writing, expressing myself. It's another outlet for me to express myself. And it really is something that I do for myself to gain clarity on what my values are, what my needs and wants are. And, um to see how I feel about something. I don't know if you or people that are listening have ever done this, but if you're having a bad day, I don't actually like to write when I'm having a bad day. I'm I'm more of a positive thinker. But when I have, it's very therapeutic and very kind of eye-opening about maybe get over yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. God, shut up. You just sound like you're complaining. (laughs) You know, it's really, (laughs) you can have these breakthrough moments where you can see yourself from a different perspective when you write. So that's sort of the, if you really want to dig deep, <laughs> but then there's the other one where I journal almost every day about my, my dreams and my aspirations and like where I see myself in the future or whatever. I'll just write little notes and stuff like that. And I also do blogging. I think I've written over 25 blog posts for the Huffington post.
0: Wow. Um,
1: so that's all again, very intuitive. Um, I've written so many, like about so many different topics. <laughs> I've written about like the vision uh, books that I've created, so they're basically like uh, workbooks that are uh, for like making a vision board. Or if you don't feel like making a vision board, you just can do it in the booklet, and mm-hmm. it guides you through um, the process of making your dreams become a reality. Basically, so it's using sort of the methods I've used throughout the years, which is like a lot of visualization. Like writing can channel your dreams, is kind of my my theory.
0: Okay, I like that. So let's see. Vision boards. Talk to me a little bit more about that because I have a love-hate relationship with those. So
1: yeah. Well, I don't yeah, I'm the same as you. I have something I wrote down. <laughs> like like I have a love-hate too because I did. I wrote down like what I wanted for my life about probably uh, it's been a year now i was supposed to open it up about six months ago and i'm terrified to open it because my dreams are so huge Mm. (laughs) like i want it you know like just so massive that like i can almost guarantee i'll open it up and i probably i probably made some of them happen though for sure like i can definitely but um okay so the reason i i don't know if you've written read the book by jack canfield it's called the success principles
0: no i haven't no
1: Um, it was something, it was one of my first personal development books that I had picked up after my first clothing company kind of ended Mm. and I was feeling lost and confused and just really honestly a little bit depressed so I got this thick book and he was like okay you need to start mind mapping like just Mm -hmm. start like doing something and it really tapped into my um feel my uh energy to of survival like my survival side (laughs) like oh I can do this and it just got me back to that place when I was like 17 and dreaming about being a fashion designer when I was a single mom so it was like oh this is a repeat I just need something to like visualize and dream about and believe will happen and so that's sort of how like I really really got excited and my second clothing company became successful was because I was doing all these visuals so I do believe that we somehow connect to our visuals and what we write and Mm -hmm. we do if we feel a commitment if we're like if we look at something say you've written something out that's why I created the vision books Mm because I feel like if you visually see something And you're like, it somehow connects something in your brain. I have no idea scientifically how it works, but I do. I feel like we remember it. Maybe it speaks to your subconscious or whatever, but I do. I believe that writing down things and visually putting things together just helps. I don't think it means everything's going to come true. No, I don't think that. I just think it it can really help you focus.
0: Yeah. 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 So what do you do when you have a bad day though? You said you don't like to write or journal when you have a bad day.
1: Well, I mean, I've been having lots of great days this past, like I said, these past couple of years, but you know, everybody has bad days. I don't think we talk about it. I think people, you know, they hide it and they don't blah, blah, blah. But um, you know, I have my occasional bad day where I just feel like giving up or whatever, or like, why am I doing this? And, and so if it's really bad, I do I get afraid of sort of what I would say, because I'm an extreme dramatic type person. <laughs> so I don't necessarily want to see that side of myself all the time. It's not something I want to focus on. But yeah. yeah, so I just I don't, um, I've done it before. And it's been healing for me. Like I said, it's made me realize that um, it's time to get up. It's time to get back to work. It's time to stop. Um, focusing on anything negative. It's really taught me how to really, you know, I, I mean, I hate to say positive thinking, but <laughs> there is something to be said about uh, shifting your mind to something positive, even if it's like, oh, I think I'm going to make an amazing meal for my family tonight. It could right. be something simple or go for a walk.
0: So I, I will share something because, like, when I grew up, my mom would always help us to redirect. A lot of moms do this, but she would do something different. She'd say, okay, you need to do something positive with your energy and encourage us to clean up. So to this day, (laughs) if it just really gets to be too much, I will actually, um, you know, start with my own corner of the house and I'll clean it up, you know. And that actually re-sparks everything, like my fire, my yes, this is why I'm doing this. This is, you know, what it's all about. And so like uh, when I, I was just wondering cause you seem like that type of person too. I was wondering if, you know, it, it, if you start painting or something like that. So.
1: Yeah. If I mean, I'm, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's huge. I mean, when you said that, I was like, Whoa, yeah, I'll get, I'll literally like physically get in my car and drive to my studio to paint. If I'm feeling sh- off, <laughs> Like, okay, it's time to go and right now, and I will, I'll urgently go. But that's, again, something I think through time and growing and growing up, you know, if you're younger and listening, if you're 25, you yeah. may not even care about these strategies or <laughs> or think you need them. You know, this is through time of having children, being married, having relationships where you pick up these tools that are extremely transformational and I think when you were saying that you clean up it's almost like you can see an instant shift and change with your environment so you're probably connecting with it and feeling like oh I just transformed the corner right there oh I can do that with anything I mean yeah certain triggers right yeah definitely
0: yeah that's really good so okay I, and speaking of strategies, I do want you to share, um, what are the three, um, takeaways that you would like people to have our listeners from our conversation today?
1: Um, don't give up on your dreams (laughs) and don't worry if your dream is different next year. (laughs) Because, you know, that happens. (laughs) So be okay with it. (laughs) Keep dreaming, keep going. Um uh, that your story, I always, you know, matters. Your story matters. Uh, believe me, um, any, any time that you share something, say you're at a party and you're sharing with someone, you know, your story can impact somebody. Everybody has a story. Um, number three, um, Take action. You know, I really feel like people, you know, we can talk about all this kind of woo woo stuff or uh, tools and all this stuff. But honestly, if you're not willing to take action or you don't take action, a lot of this stuff can't happen. It's not physically possible. So taking action is like, I always say that in a lot of my blog posts. Um, And you know, you may take action and, and fail, (laughs) but you may take action and succeed too. It's the same. So uh be okay with a bit of failure as well in the mix of your successful moments because without failure you can't have you can't have the successful
0: times and and there's even a quote i don't know who said it but um what is it something about um when you fail it just means you're that much closer to your success you know which quote i'm talking about
1: yeah and you can even feel discouraged for a minute um And then it could shift the next day. So just remember, there's always tomorrow. There's always another idea. There's always another chance to try harder.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So you said you have this mastermind coming up. Do you want to share about that or is it already full?
1: Um, it's not full. I have a few spots left. Um, I'm just getting people in on the early bird. Uh, pr- uh well, it's an early bird price, but you also get three bonuses. Oh, wow. So you get the vis- two of my vision books, uh, a one-on-one uh, follow-up session after the workshop and, um, uh, 15 days, uh, in my membership site where there's like access to 300 of my art images okay. for social media. So, um, that I think, I, I get the feeling it's going to be very successful. So I think this will be something I'm going to keep doing. So I would suggest if you want to um, get on my email list, you can go to skymarcano.com and sign up for my brand clarity vision book. And then you'll stay updated with the links to my future workshops and one on one. But if you want to get in on it right now and you're listening or something like that, um, you can search for me on Facebook and message me. And I'll send you a link to the group because I have a private group for people who are interested in workshops.
0: Okay. Okay, great. So it mm-hmm. comes with Facebook group support and all that.
1: Okay. Yeah, Facebook group support. And it's kind of a group mastermind. And I'll be going through uh, my, the, you know, the last 16 years of my experience running personal brands and helping with tech as well. I, I end up helping people with tech and giving them options for websites, blogs, um, how to, you know post on social media, writing, uh, content creation, and just basically ex- inspiring them to get clear on their brand vision.
0: Okay. Um, and one more thing before we leave, I want to ask you, um, we a little bit touched on what you do through, um, to, to maintain your momentum and self care. Is there anything that sticks out for you that, that you actually did or that, that people can do, our listeners can do? Um,
1: yeah, this is a tough one because, it's, I mean, it's different when you have kids. When you have small kids, it's totally different. I totally get it. It's, um, you know, it's not the easiest thing to find that time. Uh, especially if your partner's working a lot and all that. But I think if I think back to when I had kids, I did a lot of walking and Mm -hmm. that just cleared my my head. And then, you know, your baby might fall asleep or or they're out on the beach and you can sit and ponder and think. I think thinking for me personally, I don't know if it works for everyone. Deep Mm -hmm. thinking really helps because then I let the intuition kind of take over and just let things relax. Um, I just started meditating uh, Mm. this year, but I think I've always kind of meditated like when I'm doing art and thinking, so I really recommend that clearing your head.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, did I answer the question, is that?
0: Yeah, I I feel like you answered the question. So yeah, I I feel like just opening yourself to a space um, where your intuition can, can come through.
1: Yes, and it can come in many forms. Like, like I said, if you're walking, it could come through just thoughts coming in. If you're writing, it can come through your writing. If you're painting or doing something creative, it can come through that way. If you're cooking, it can come through that way. Be aware that these thoughts will enter um, when they're meant to enter your mind. And listen to them because they could be really quick. Like they can be so quick that you don't and oh, that was one thing that I learned too is don't be shy. Like if you have a little notebook, grab it. Because some of those thoughts can be forgotten really easily.
0: Yes. Yes. I was I was just gonna say that because <laughs> you know, like um I, I feel like a taxi cab most of the time. <laughs> yeah. So when I'm driving my kids around, like, I don't know, driving, um just really helps me think and i come up with a lot of ideas like my last book a lot of it i wrote while i was driving <laughs> Not technically right. there's like an audio yeah. on my phone and i would just record my sp- myself speaking you know um and i would do that also when i'd walk around like during soccer practice but a lot of the time it was when i was driving and i just turn on record and just blah 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 <laughs> amazing I know
1: and I think it's JK Rowling that did that as well she was on a train route every day for work or something like that and Mm -hmm. she literally had tiny little pieces of paper because she got so inspired to write Harry Potter is it JK yeah right yeah and and that's how she did it and she was always inspired when she was in transit so Mm -hmm. you know it's it's picking up on those moments and realizing they can be opportunities as well
0: yeah, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. wow. I, I really appreciate you sharing your story and your journey with us today. You're and, welcome. Um, I, I think uh, anyone who needs uh, a mentor or especially an intuitive brand artist, connect with Sky. Um, she told us you can find her at SkyMarcano.com. Um, if you're specifically interested in her new mastermind, you can uh, reach out to her on Facebook. So, um, and she shared with you three takeaways today. I want to just, I I usually post, um, sky says, and I'm going to say, keep dreaming.
1: (laughs) Awesome. I love it. Well, thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about my story. It's, you know, it's very inspiring for me to, uh, reflect on everything and have someone to talk to about it. So thank you for having me
0: yes and i always enjoy spending time with you
1: yeah it's so (laughs) nice hanging out with you too
0: thank you for listening today my name is cordelia gaffar i'm the founder of workout around my day and the stress-free sisterhood helping women but especially moms get from chaos to calm through nourishing with wholesome food energizing with movement and sweet talk to quiet that negative inner chatter see you in the next edition bye now